0: This is a podcast from Minute Media. Winning yeah. Weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. And
1: we are live for our first ever live episode of Winning Picks Weekly. Get used to it. We'll be going live here because, honestly, we're live betting these Major League Baseball games right now. Uh, usually, we'd be live betting the football games, the basketball games. So, not only will we talk futures, as we usually do, but we're going to start implementing a little bit of our live portion here because we're living and dying by every pitch. Greg, living and dying by every pitch in every kidding. game. So... Uh, We'll, uh, we'll get to all that. Of course, as always, my name is John Malika. Catch me at the Jet Press, Nick Jets, etc. YouTube, uh, Nicks Comma Jets Comma ETC. No one writes out etc. Uh, check out our YouTube. Like, subscribe. We're on all audio platforms. As always, I'm joined by our honestly our our our, our third co-host on our Jets episode these days, especially. Our video producer, Greg. What up, Greg?
0: What's going on, man? Sorry. <laughs> doing, doing everything. Doing, <laughs> good video production. It's a good doing this. <laughs> Got everything moving right now. I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. Happy to be the third chair on the Jets episodes. Happy to be doing this with you and Chip because it's a lot of fun. We do it anyway, so we might as well talk about it. Hopefully, get some people in the chat. If not, this episode and future episodes to let us know what they're betting because. We like gambling. We like talking about it. So happy to be here. Happy to be gambling. Happy to yeah. be talking to you guys.
1: And uh, we missed our boy Chip last week. He's doing some load management last week. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's here because uh, he's in need of a therapy session after that Scottish Open. So we mm. got our our big golf guy here. Uh, man, Chip, what's up, dude? Are you okay after that last Scottish Open weekend? How Are we moved on? Are we on to the Open? Like Bill Belichick's on um, Cincinnati. Like, what's going on right now?
2: <laughs> I mean, definitely on to the open. I wasn't even thinking. I mean, I wasn't even thinking about the Scottish until you brought it up beforehand. Like, oh, <laughs> and I forgot how awful I did. And I had like Rom to win, and he played terrible. I Matt Fitzpatrick, of course, almost came through for me. He played well. He did. He did. I thought about you the whole. Every, uh, once yeah. I
1: saw uh, Fitzpatrick, I was like, oh, all right.
2: Yeah, keep, yeah. Keep, get back on track. here. did it not end well for you. I did. I had so many parlays and all of them came up bad. Like, I had so many guys who didn't make the cut. Like, Will Zalatoris played awful. Scheffler played terrible. Morikawa played terrible. Like, it was, there was a lot of players who didn't play well, which was surprising. And, I don't know, I just... Surprising, huh? Yeah. All right. So, so uh, it was the, the warm-up for- tournament. It was the warm-up tournament.
1: All right, so the warm-up for what, man? We got the, we got the Open Championship right here. Yep. You, you have some... Redemption, not only to yourself, but to our fans, man. People listening, trying to get those golf bets. Uh, you, you have redemption to me. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm listening to you for my <laughs> Scottish Open bet. You got, you got to make it up to me, man. What do you got going on this weekend? What, what are your thoughts on uh, how the how this tournament usually goes? You know, it follows always follows the Scottish. So, what what are your thoughts about the players' mentality? Again, some controversy with live golf. right? that 52 holes. I don't know if this is going to be a recurring theme, but Tiger Woods went off on it. When Tiger Woods says yeah, anything, that. we you know we listen. Uh, so, what, what are your thoughts? And they're eligible, right, for this tournament? I believe all the you live know, golfers,
2: all the links, all the the live golfers are are playing in this. So awesome. All,
1: so, well, give me give me your thoughts on this on this uh, tournament then.
2: Um, on the live guys or just on the tournament? No, no, on uh, the
1: on this open.
2: The oh, on this open. <laughs> I mean, I I just. In terms of handicapping, I've just been looking at like recent British Open uh stats and stuff. But yeah, I'm very excited for the British Open. I mean, we're record we're doing this at ten o'clock. It starts it's in Scotland, so it starts in like five hours, six hours or something <laughs> like that. So I'm very excited to watch. I mean it's it takes place at like the coolest golf course ever at St Andrews in Scotland. My one of my dad's best friends is there to watch it. It's I mean I have to get like St. Andrews is like a must go before you die. If you're even a remote <laughs> golf fan, like the masters and St. Andrews, it's so the first thing I think as a tiger fan, the first thing I think of is tiger. When you think of St. Andrews, cause it's his favorite course. Yep. And it's just, that's the, the cool. I don't know if you watched any of like the practice videos of these guys playing on these oh. holes and it just looks like they're like, where's the T where's, where's anything like, what are they playing on? It just looks like a, it looks like they're playing, like, the basketball equivalent looks like they're playing kind of in, like, a Chris Brickley pickup game. Like, there's just no, like, nothing. there. And then, of course, you're going to have, like, thousands of people following these guys around when it changes. But it's just, it's so casual there. The game is, looks so cool at St. Andrews. It's going to be fun as hell to watch. It's just that old Lynx style of golf where everything is different on the course. And it suits a lot of guys' games better.
1: All right. That's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm personally, I'm hoping that the Masters gods grant me my lottery and let me go to my first tournament. That'd be really fun coming up. But before we get into your golf picks, I just want to know for you tuning in live here. We got the Yankees live. We just took it right before we started. It's at plus 125. Chapman on the mound right now in the eighth. Just, you know, a nice little rundown. Uh, after an error by IKF overthrowing at first, we actually got him out. And Chapman never throws anybody out, uh, so th- th- that's a fun one. So six five there. If you're watching, definitely take the Yankees live. We also full disclosure took uh, the Dodgers live down 4-0 It was a uh, plus eleven hundred. Looks like they're down 5-0 now. So that's not going too great. <laughs> but
0: that's just six what we nothing got now.
1: Uh, now it's a little uh, yeah. six nothing. So th- that's what's going on in our live bets right now. Definitely live watching the Yankees here. But back on track, Chip, you were talking about golf players that are suited for St. Andrews. Who specifically comes to mind for you?
2: I mean, obviously, it's Tiger's course. He loves playing there. Obviously, he's someone who people are going to be high on for sure. Um, but in terms of like the old school Lynx setup, as much as I, I have been high on him the past two weeks, this is... A setting where Jordan Spieth thrives. Oh. This is this oh, is a no. Jordan Spieth thing, and I have been, <laughs> and I have a couple Jordan Spieth plays in this tournament because of let's that. Go, let's hear them. And I look, <laughs> I'm breaking breaking my rules with Jordan Spieth, But
1: <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. I'm listen. There's there's, there's some things. That, there's some trends I'm starting to figure out when when you're for when you're forcing yourself to bet somebody because you hate them,
2: but you really think they're going to do well. <laughs> I, I don't hate Speeth. I just hate that every gambling expert everywhere is like, oh, this is going to be Jordan Spee's major. It's like, oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. But I, when Speeth won the British in 2017, yeah, he was wire to wire, right? Like he was awesome the entire tournament. And so I wasn't willing to go to him winning the whole thing. But I picked him to be the end of round one leader, which was plus thirty three hundred on Barstool, which was pretty good, I thought. And I think I doubled down on him in another bet. I did a lot of uh, round one stuff because okay. I think that's I think that's pretty interesting to do. That's and try different. And make, you never to do try. That. Yeah, yeah. To try, there was a lot of those options with uh, FanDuel had a lot of round one options so I did that but yes yeah, Spieth I think is a good option because if he's gonna have a good like a really good day it's gonna be on the first day I think like historically I was looking at some of Rory's days and and you know Rory has had some pretty tough first rounds at the British too like Speeth has but I mean you know if you're gonna bet I think it's an easier bet to bet Speeth to have a great first day tend to have four good days enough to win. So that's why I would bet him to have the best round in one. Um and also I to keep going with my first rounds, I have what is it? Two yeah, two first round parlays. One is a uh a top twenty parlay with uh, four guys in it, and speeth is one of them. Like I said, I double down on Speeth. Uh this is a FanDuel one. Spee's plus one ninety on FanDuel.
1: Oh, okay. That's not bad.
2: Yeah. Another one is uh Scotty Scheffler plus two hundred. He's been slacking uh, lately, man. He has. He he was uh ninth uh after the first round last year at the British Open. Okay. So I I liked him there. Um Tommy Fleetwood is another one. Uh he was plus three. No, plus two seventy, sorry. Um he was yeah, he was tied for ninth after last year's British, and then they didn't play it in twenty twenty. In twenty nineteen he was tied for third. So the last two Britishes he's had good first rounds. So that's more of what I'm going with here. And then I got Tony Finau to finish in the top twenty two because he was plus three twenty. So I kind of threw that in there to get higher odds, but his uh Here's his entire British Open uh, first rounds from back to 2016, which was his first year playing the British. 2016, he's tied for fourth. 2017, tied for 40th. 2018 and 2019, tied for second and third. And then last year, tied for 48th. So he's capable of having a really hot first round. Now, he also tied for 48th last year. So it's a risk. Obviously, he's plus 320, but... I don't know, he had a really good year. He's hasn't played great. Hasn't he's never, you know, he's never put it all together and won a major, but he's capable of having a hot first round. And obviously, you just heard the numbers. He plays well at Lynx link's, links golf and stuff. So uh I think he's very capable of certainly finishing in the top twenty on the first round. So I have those guys in the first round. And then my top five parlay. I thought this was just like a more of a an easy one for the first round, like just uh picking two guys to finish in the top five and have uh the same day is pretty hard to do. But so I went with two of the favorites and this is kind of unlike, but I went with Rom and Rory because I, I already picked so many of the other guys to have good days. I was just like, the only guys I haven't picked to have good days are Rom and Rory. So we'll see like if if none of those guys have good days, Rom and Rory are probably gonna be having good days, right? Like Rom, uh, Rory. I mean, everybody thinks Rory's gonna play well, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Everyone thinks he's gonna play well.
0: And yeah, which is something I wanted to talk about because yeah, yeah,
2: for sure, for sure. What
0: do What do you think about Rory this? Because I liked him top ten, but everyone's picking him top ten. It's like everyone's like lock lock of the tournament top ten. To finish the tournament top ten, yeah, for the whole tournament
2: finished i'd be surprised if he finished outside the top 10 but i'm not yeah i i mean for i mean i did another parlay too where i picked like a for a full four round parlay too where i have him finishing in the top five so i think he'll i don't think i don't think he'll win but i do think he's very key look it's going to be a classic Rory thing on on sunday where he'll fire off an amazing Sunday round, but it won't be good enough to win. I think that's what it will be. So, like I said, I have another uh, FanDuel parlay. This is for uh, the entire four rounds. I got two golfers in the top 40, one in the top 30, uh, two in the top 20, and then, like I just said, Roar in the top five. My two in the top 40, I have... Tiger, of course, and Louis Oosthausen, who's always Tiger, played. of course. Uh, yes. I, I, am I allowed to yes. let you say that and just Yes, and just... yes, you are. You are allowed to let me say okay. that. It's Tiger Woods. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't think I need to explain myself. <laughs> okay. It's Tiger Woods. I'm not even gonna You go guys on. made
1: fun of me for taking him to make the cut <laughs> last tournament he played, you're like, Oh yeah, he has no knees. Now, I, now no, what, well. I never,
2: I never, never
0: made fun of for that. There's no okay. way I ever made fun of you. There's no I would, way I did that. I did, and I would love to bet for him to miss the cut this tournament. <laughs> okay. oh, oh, I'll have it I'm like
2: not crazy. Right. <laughs> they, do, they do have it. They have it on every book. They must have taken it off then.
0: Yeah, fans. Yes. I didn't see it, but maybe I'll hop on DraftKings. They'll have it. DraftKings. DraftKings
1: what do you got is- for this tournament, Greg?
0: You like Rory? Well, yeah, I kind of want to hear what Chip thinks about Louie because he was about to get, yeah. hopefully, into a sequo- soliloquy about how <laughs> yeah. great Louis is and yeah, how hear it. he has amazing finishes because I have him. My only bet this tournament is Rory top 10, Louie top 10, plus 1,000. Oh, okay. Well, 50, bucks win, 50 bucks to win 500.
2: I've gotten burned by Louie a couple of times this year. But last year, after the first round of the British, he was first. Right. So, and he's played incredible at the British over his career. And last time the British was at St. Andrews in 2015, he finished tied for second. Yep. So it's worth, I'm not going to say, what would you say, top 10, Greg?
0: Yeah, top 10. Yeah,
2: top 10 is definitely worth it.
0: Well, we, got a, we got sure. a
2: home run over there, John.
1: Giancarlo
0: finally oh nice a solo, right. finally. What's solo the score? shot what's the score six up baby oh man Jesus. i can't, can't lose lead. to the reds
1: Those live bets killing it right now let's can't go
0: lose to the reds chip i agree let's go right now okay so yeah i like louis i mean i, I think he <laughs> does pretty to golf. well yeah i think <laughs> he does pretty well here um and he's like, I said, I said previously, it's like one of the first golf bets that I had was like him to win the tournament. I think he came in second. So I hedged it out, um, with someone else. And that's how I kind of got into the golf thing thing. I love the long odds to be top 10. I think he was plus 300. And I felt like in the guys in that area, plus 380, like Brooks Kepka's right around there. Max Holm was right around there. I don't really trust those guys not doing, too much. Not doing
1: Your was with Tiger, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah, same group, which another reason why I would love to bet Max Holman not to make the cut, too. Just because of the nerves there, I feel I feel bad for the guy. But also, he's just up and down players. So, Colin Morikow is there. He hasn't been playing too good. The only thing that worries me about Louis is that I don't think he's been playing too good this year. But hopefully it comes together for him in one of his favorite courses. So that's my bet. Like I said, it's Rory's plus one fifteen, Louis plus three eighty. That's out to plus plus a thousand. All right. Of, uh, yeah. All
1: right. I have no bets for this golf format. I I I'm gonna I'm gonna skip this one. Um the Scottish didn't work out so well for me. Uh I did take Matt Fitzpatrick though. So that kind of helped to even me out a little bit. I've just been, honestly, I'm back on the, I'm back on the major league baseball daily. As you can tell, obviously big Yankee fan watching the Yankees right now. That's different, right? That's different than the normal, just betting actual baseball. Our boy, Greg is out here every day, betting the baseball board wakes up every day, says, I love the board today. It looks and great. Then, uh, it's a great and, board. And every single day and goes through it. So let's start off with you, Greg. Uh, we mentioned it. We got the Yankees. They just tied it up. We also mentioned that uh, right before this, right before we started recording here, uh, it's 10 20 right now. You said to take the Dodgers. Uh, just as a fly bet, I took about plus yeah, yeah. four and a half. It was money line like uh, plus 11, 1200. They're down by four. Now they're down by six. But what else you got right now, man?
0: <clears throat> Fly out to the fucking wall for the Dodgers 10th inning. Um, <laughs> dude, I, it's been going good, man. I had, you know, again, I've been, like I said, for, for the last few weeks, I'm betting good teams against bad teams. <laughs> and then I bet the Yankees and the Mets. So, I mean, I had the Mets today. I think we went two and three against, uh, the Braves. So that's a big time winning series. All my bets now are, are pretty much. If I don't go live bet, I do the minus one and a half uh, and then two or three guys to get a hit. So um hit both of those. Had What are good teams against the bad teams? Seattle has been playing really well, and they're playing the Nationals. So I had them in a doubleheader today. I won the first one. Juan Solo hit a solo shot in the bottom of the ninth for no reason to make it (laughs) 2-1, so I lost the second one in the doubleheader today. So that kind of stunk. And then, dude, just betting everything. Like, uh, really when I'm, when I'm looking at this stuff, like Dodgers, St. Louis, it's like, they're both pretty good teams. So it doesn't really fit the good teams versus the bad teams. But, um, when I see a live bet and a good team is down runs and it's plus four or 500, I'm usually taking it. So, um, yeah. So I had the Dodgers today, had the Yankees going into the game. Um, with IKF and someone else, I forget who now. I can't remember if it was DJ or Judge to get a hit minus one and a half, so it's tied six, six, and eight. So I need them to win by two. Um, yeah. I mean, i feel this, like this I'm minus Mike one Francisco. and a half. Has it, been,
1: has it been winning for you? What the the taking the run line instead of the money line? Yeah,
0: yeah. You've I'm a well. I'm a fifty dollar better. I started my baseball season off with like three hundred dollars. I think I've made like four, four thousand dollars right now. I've cashed out two, have two in my account. So as a fifty dollar better, if you're coming up that many units, like it's great. But part of it too is live betting. Like uh last week when we were or no, not last week we we're recording. Over the weekend, I had uh who was it? Two teams that were just down, whatever, for the sake of the, for the sake of the conversation. I bet hundred fifty bucks live to win twenty seven hundred, and the first team hit. I think it was the Dodgers, and then Toronto was playing. They played till like one or one in the morning the other night, and I just hedged that out, and I bet like fifteen hundred on it. So I ended up winning like a thousand dollars essentially. So, what,
1: what's your strategy when you wake up in the morning and you choose violence? Uh, and you like you like what you see in the Major League Baseball board. Like, what what's your what's your, are you looking at the pitchers? Are you looking at the series? Are you just looking at good teams
0: versus bad teams? Like you mentioned, like what's the strategy here? Good teams versus bad teams first, then pitchers. Who's going for the pit? Who's going for the teams? Are you then for how the lineups. The teams been playing that I wait for the lineups to figure out who I'm going to take to get a hit. Okay. And usually, like, on ESPN, if you look at the box score, it's like how they've done historically against the person. If they have, like, 15 or 20 at bats against the person, then I take it into account. Other than that, like, if they're, like, three for five lifetime, I don't really factor that in. I mean, that's really nothing too crazy. So, um, yeah. And then, like, even with the, <laughs> another game I had earlier, Miami was down one nothing against Pittsburgh. And I've been saying all year, Pittsburgh's not very good on the road. So, uh, I took Miami live plus 150 and this is something I do too. Then Miami ties the game, actually takes the lead. Then in the top of the ninth, I bet Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh was plus money. I bet 50 bucks on them. I win money no matter what. And that game actually got crazy. It went extra innings and Miami ended up winning, but you're um, a big hedge guy. Yeah. I like hedging stuff out. Um, I'm still going back and forth between hedging stuff out versus like cashing out my ticket. Mm. Like for that big one that I had last week, and I had another big one tonight with the guardians and the Dodgers and actually Miami. Um, but the guardians lost, uh, that one's a loser, but I still haven't been able to pull the trigger on the cash out just because I just, I don't know. I hedge it out because that the chance of winning $2,500, I feel like, I want that ticket. I want to hit that. So, um, yeah, that's really it for baseball. I mean, like tonight, I think I have Houston going. They're playing the Angels. The Angels stink, Dude. even though Shohei's, uh, Shohei's pitching. Can we talk so, like, about that- Shohei for a second? Sure.
1: If you're the Angels and you're going to lose Otani to possibly for nothing in free agency and you're. The fifth worst record in in the AL. Are you trading Altani?
0: No. When are you, when are you going to lose no. him though?
1: He's a free agent. End of the year.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: He's an international player. He doesn't go through like the arbitration like stuff like like uh, Aaron Judge for example.
0: You're not He's trading him yet. No,
2: I, I don't think so. He chose to go there.
1: Yes, he chose to go there when the money was all the same. There's some there's some guy uh, living in Flushing that has unlimited nah. amounts of money.
0: I was gonna say I, I didn't know that he was a free agent. If I'm him, I'm open. Dude, I don't care.
1: I, I think he's gonna be. A, there, I I I'm I'm pretty sure he's gonna be in New York Matt.
0: Five hundred million, show let's do it.
1: Uh, and my question to you guys was: I know uh, we're we're not really it's not really a gambling thing because I don't think you can bet on it and sign on the books right now. However, if you're the Yankees or another team that's bidding for the postseason, are you taking a Mark Teixeira to the Texas Rangers sort of flyer, a Kawhi Leonard sort of rental on Shohei Otani for the year and then just see what happens in the offseason? Like, because it's going to cost pro- like real prospects. Like For the Yankees, it would cost probably like Dominguez, Volpe, and a pitcher. You know, I mean, that's like depleting our farm system for a rental. Like, is that what you guys are doing? Or I'm just curious. I really think this Altani thing is going to start becoming real, real soon if he doesn't get hurt.
2: Is he a free agent at the end of this year? That's what I, that's what I thought. If he
0: is oh, a free agent, so let's go. Let's go for the hypothetical now. that he is a free agent at the end of this year. Yes, I'm yeah. definitely doing that.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, he's I... an arbitration. He's an he's an arbitration three at the end of this year, and unrestricted in
2: 2024. Okay, so one more year. Or yeah. wait, wait. I think that?
1: arbitration three might be. I'm not the the baseball CBA is kind of tough. I'm not sure if that means he's. I think it might be like restricted free age or something. I'm just honestly, man. If I'm the Angels, I'm worried, dude. They remind me of the Brooklyn Nets of baseball,
2: where they have a lot of At money. The Nets made the playoffs.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Trout made yeah. the playoffs once. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> he got swept, right?
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's tough. It's tough out here, dude. And speaking of the Brooklyn Nets. Are they staying the same? Like, I, I uh, mm-hmm. that you could actually bet I on. I think so. That you could actually bet on, Greg. And that's plus 1,100 right now to win the East with the Brooklyn Nets. And besides, I guess, losing Drummond, I think they got better. <laughs> they got Royce O'Neal. They got, they got a healthy Kyrie all year long. Maybe Ben Simmons coming back, finally playing. KD. It, it, am I am I insane for wanting to take the Brooklyn Nets? Forget the, forget forget this for a second. Forget <laughs> let's just cover this for a second. We'll put, I'll put a censored on the background. Am I insane? Yeah, for, <laughs> am I insane for wanting to just you know just sprinkle a little on the Nets plus eleven 1, hundred to win the to win the Eastern Conference?
0: I don't think that's too crazy, especially because I don't know what the other odds are for the other teams. But I'm sure like the Celtics and the Bucks are. Two so
2: Celtics are just everyone's darling right now.
0: Like yeah. everyone, love with the Celtics. Yeah, looking at like the I'm just I have I, I pulled up FanDuel. All I see here is championship odds. I don't see the win in the East. Celtics, Bucks, Heat, Sixers are ahead of them. And they're right neck and neck with the Raptors. Like, I love that. If I'm if Raptors,
1: stink. Like, what are we talking about? Unless KD yeah. goes to the Raptors,
0: um,
2: you may want to take those Raptors out before KD goes there. That's That's a, the okay, I
1: mean, else. like, if, that, if, that, if those are your thoughts, I get that. But, Chip, I uh, I know this is Winning Picks Weekly. But we're just having some fun here. This is some breaking news, man. I need, I need your live reaction. Evan Fournier has deleted his Instagram.
2: Oh my God! Who? What do we think? That's my reaction. Oh, I don't okay. care. <laughs> okay, okay, all that's right. my reaction. I don't care. Really? Uh, all right. He's I, gonna start. Well, he's gonna start a new one, probably, or something. He just he, oh, a new that one with a new so. team. Yeah. New is he gonna start <laughs> a new,
1: start the new York with,
2: Knicks? <laughs> I wonder who. What? He didn't get traded in a side and trade with the Mavericks. What's the move? I mean, who's got cap space that they can dump him into? Utah. I mean, the Thunder? You ever you oh, hear of oh, this team out Mitchell. on the
1: West? <laughs> named the Utah Jazz? They're wearing if, yellow If, and if white I was now. a Jazz fan
2: and I traded Donovan and Donovan Mitchell got traded for a, a package around Evan Fournier, I'd be so furious. No, no. Like, Fournier, Fournier is just there to match contracts. It would be Randall, Fournier. That's Randall and
1: Fournier. Isn't that too much? Randall no. Fournier? No. Randall, Fournier, Cam... McBride works for oh my Mitchell God. and Rudy Gay, and I think you can even throw a bogey in there. Plus, like the five first round picks. Randy Rudy Gay,
2: Cam, and McBride—that yeah, is no. such a steal for us. Like, I know that's not gonna happen, dude. This is This is me and my. This is me holding on to my baby's IQ, Grimes and how, Obi with all my. Yeah, with all I love my how Knicks fans talk about how great Deuce McBride is, until a trade for a star comes along. It's like, yeah, throw McBride in there. Just no, me. that's why <laughs> He's yeah, a you're missing it.
1: Listed. You're missing it, Chip. That's why we hype him up. So when it's yeah, time to yeah. throw him in the trade, it's yo, you want this ride, bro? You should you start. We just have a bad coach. Evan Fournier breaking records. That's how we sell it. Well, yeah. So we talk some golf, talk some baseball strategy here. I mean, the Yankees—they're making my heart really happy right now. I'm glad they're back. The Mets killed it today. Did you have the Mets today, Greg?
0: Yeah, had the Mets. Had You're a couple of guys to get tomorrow? a hit. Are the Mets playing tomorrow?
1: Or is that their day off? Is that they have Thursday off?
0: I don't know. Let me look real quick. Let's they did the play schedule. at 1
1: o'clock today, so they probably have off tomorrow.
0: Oh, no, no. We're going to Chicago. Oh, okay. The yeah, White Sox are the Cubs? Cubs. Oh, okay. Definitely. The definitely Cubs bad should be wins. Absolutely hate the Cubs, first of all. And on top of it, they stay.
1: All right, Clay Holmes out here. Uh, he, he he's he's getting strikeouts, making the pitcher fooled. Man on first, top of the ninth, one out. Our boy Brandon Drury is up, which is hilarious. But that's about it, guys. We oh wait, the last one. We're talking about Donovan Mitchell. We, yep. I can't believe we did the whole trade and we forgot to talk the, the <laughs> whole gambling part. Winning Pete Weekly, baby. The so odds why we're here. are out. The odds, the are odds are out. to the Knicks. That's why we're talking the Knicks trade. Knicks, man, they're the favorites. I'm minus one ten. Are we? Gonna I would do say it? the value here is in Miami plus four ten. But Chip, what the
2: Raptors at? You mentioned the Raptors. The Raptors aren't on the one that I'm looking at.
1: Oh man, Chip's got a, Chip's got a real big tinfoil hat on, huh? Wait,
2: where are they on the one you're looking at? Let's
0: pull it up right now. I don't I, think that the Knicks are going to trade for him, though. Even though we're the favorite, talk to me. I just I, to me, it's like, what are we doing? Like, uh, we're really going to trade five, six round picks. John, you've been saying it on Knicks, Jets, etc. for two or three weeks now. I don't want to trade with Danny Ainge. I 100 <laughs> percent mm-hmm. agree. He's like the one guy I don't want to deal with. It's just like I don't want to deal with Joe Douglas if I'm another team in the NFL. And it's just like you got what five first round picks for Colbert. So you're going to want something comparable for Mitchell? I, just, I Why? We're such a young team. If we were one piece away from putting us over the top, maybe I could see us making a move. But at this point, I just don't get why we would hemorrhage the future for someone that's maybe going to get us to the second round of the playoffs. Well, I get
2: why they do it. And Macri talked about it in his newsletter because getting Donovan Mitchell has been the end game from the start with this uh with this front office. They want Donovan Mitchell. He's their guy. They love him. He's like like they have a relationship with Jalen Brunson, they have a relationship with Mitchell. They love the guy. They went to see him play in a playoff game, too. Like it's they, know, but
1: they man. were also selling Randall a little bit too.
2: Yeah. I mean how many years does he
0: have left on his contract?
1: Three so, guaranteed,
2: right? three, three guaranteed, and the fourth is a player option. So theoretically, if he likes New York, he's got four. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at the the odds you were looking at before, John, and obviously, yeah, Knicks overwhelming favorite there. Heat at plus four hundred is the one to go with. I would I would think Raptors plus a thousand. Raptors plus a thousand. If the Durant thing falls through. I just think they'll run it back. I don't think they're going to trade for another guy because Masai is going to be like what Greg just said about Donovan Mitchell not getting us out of the second round. Masai doesn't care about getting to the second round. He wants to win a championship. He's not going to give up assets for Mitchell. I don't think he wants to do that. I think he's looking for a bigger fish.
1: Can I say as a Knicks fan, I care about the second round officially on the I, books? Oh, I, I, <laughs> I, I do too. I, I just think when you've, when you've won phone.
2: a championship as recently as the Raptors have, I think the second round means a lot less to you. Don't you think?
1: Yeah. No, I agree. But as a Knicks season mm-hmm. ticket holder, man, I'm telling you right now, I would love a second round knockout. Sign mm. me the hell up.
2: <laughs> the, one that's, the one that's interesting to me is Nets plus 700. Cause what if he gets tied? What if the KD thing becomes like a three team or four teamer and he gets moved to Brooklyn? Well, Ben Simmons would have be that New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. It it makes it difficult, but we saw recently that I think it was today, even the New York Post thing, Kyrie leaked that he wants to stay in Brooklyn. Like he didn't request a trade and he wants to stay, which who knows how true that Kyrie could change. I would do that too. If I'm Kyrie
1: though, if I'm going to go to the Lakers next year, why would I want to ruin the Lakers team?
2: Well, I think what happened was the Lakers offered Russell Westbrook and the Nets said no. And and, and one
1: first round, and the Nets wanted two first rounds.
2: Yeah, and... And the Lakers were like, we have literally nothing else to give you. That yeah, and
1: then Genie started <laughs> writing, tweeting <laughs> yeah. at Kobe. But, yeah, you know, Kobe, exactly. they want two first-round picks. <laughs> and <laughs> LeBron was signed. like,
2: trade every first-round pick you have. And then that's were like, okay, we'll, we'll take every first-round pick you have because you're going to suck by then. And the Lakers were like, yeah, we can't do
0: that. You're going to be
2: retired by then. Yeah, LeBron's LeBron's y yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, For uh, the Donovan-Mitchell odds you have in front of you, any chance the Boston Celtics are on there? They're also plus 700. I, I saw saw and, uh, a couple tweets today. Saw a couple and, tweets. You guys think that's a possibility? I don't like it.
2: I don't like it. Because of the age connection, I know. but Inside I trading? I
0: don't like it. A little like bit.
2: Kind of like, like how he had with Mikhail when he was the GM of the T-Wolves and he stole Garnett from the T-Wolves.
0: What are you I, trading? I don't know what you're trading. This The, the trade I saw was rock Robert Williams, I would never do that if I was a Celtics. Never. I mean, you, you're going to have three, four guards and no big men. It doesn't make any sense to me because you already have. Yeah. You're not going to trade Tatum. You're Dude, not he makes trade perfect Gina sense Brown. to come to the
1: Knicks, man. Take five first-round picks. Take Julius Randle, a real scorer. He, you know, he could make the all-star game if he tries really hard and he
0: doesn't hate the fans and the coach and the players. <laughs> We've seen it happen. Uh, Does that elevate us enough? Does it elevate us enough? You talked about on uh, Nick's Jets, et cetera. You talked about his efficiency issues. You talked about Brunson not really shooting free throws too well. Are we just adding names to add names? Or are we building a team that can win? And compete in the playoffs if we add Mitchell. Yep. Are we at if we add Mitchell, are we and we compete, can get rid of Randall, are competing we competing we at competing at what level? Try to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. No. I don't think so. Yeah, so to I, me, like, no. So
1: okay, so to be a little less definitive about that, Brunson, Mitchell, and RJ doesn't scare me as much as it should. Okay, like I understand that's not the best defensive, you know, guards in the world. But what guards can they really not handle? Like, not handle in the league at all? Uh, to me, no one is really screaming. Obviously, Steph Curry, you know, but he is, nobody can guard him, right? That's the whole idea. Right. But like, I'm talking the, about like the middle of the road. Yeah. Like, Josh Giddy, like, I'm, I'm, I don't think we're going to collapse versus Josh Giddy. He's going to do well versus us, I agree. But I don't think he's going to absolutely murder us. Uh, I said on our last episode of uh, uh, our last little mini episode that we did on Donovan Mitchell, I think our defense would come down to OB uh, because we know what Mitchell Robinson is going to bring. We know what RJ is going to bring. And we kind of know what Jalen Brunson is going to bring. Listen, him and him and Mitchell do get their hands into the in, into the passing lane. They get steals. They get transition buckets but obi Toppin on the help on the pick and rolls and the help in the middle that's going to put us over the top but what really is going to put us over the top is our bench man we're gonna have the best bench in the league that's the most underrated part of this whole thing that's why it depends on the trade right cuz off the bench you have iq grimes d rose you 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 you're fine you know like you're you're going to score points you're going to do you're going to do well maybe mellow. Honest to God, you know, he's, he might show you're up. At, you're right
0: at the three and the four, but then you got Jericho Sims at the five.
1: And Hardenstein, who we just signed. I mean, we're a real team. We're a real team. So that's all you need to be is just top six. If you're in the top six, you have a chance, in my, in my opinion, honestly, because you're not going to face Milwaukee in, in the beginning, and then
2: we just see what happens. So, or Boston, right? But You're talking about the defense, but what about the offense, though? Cause I'm I'm not so sure that just because they get Donovan Mitchell the offense is going to be good. Like that doesn't cause Donovan Mitchell was so so good in Utah, but they never got out of the first round, right?
1: He's rookie sometimes. With his yeah, usage, rate. a little bit. Yeah, I got. He it. got
2: out of the first round one time. I think. I think they. I think they beat Westbrook one time his rookie year. I think that was the one time he got out of the first round. But he's also part of the reason he was able to be so good in Utah. Was because he had Gobert. Obviously, they're hoping Mitch would be able to fill that role. He did but he nothing, also. Though, on the offense. And, no, 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 no. He set, he did the screen thing, the screens. Yeah. That was, yeah. we want to goof on Gobert for all that, but that was a massive, massively That's, important thing for Donovan Mitchell's yeah. offense. And another big part of it was he had a ton of guys on the perimeter who could shoot threes and open up spots for him. So for Mitchell to be successful, RJ would need to hit his threes. Brunson would need to hit his threes. Whoever else you brought in in place of, uh, I mean, Obi, I guess theoretically Obi OB would, would need to oh, hit his threes too. Yeah, but the, the usage rate is
1: really what helps me out here because yes, I'm scared of Donovan Mitchell. His usage rate is too high. It's going to go lower. Jalen Brunson wants to higher his usage rate. So I guess let's even that out there. But then you have Julius Randle's usage rate that jumps from him to Obi. The best thing about Obi is he plays off ball. Like he's out on the wing, he's moving around. He doesn't care. He's giving boards. He's showing marrying it up. Honestly, you know, he's not being a Mario Stoudemire, which is what Randall does, where he's like dominating. He needs the ball. He's gonna cry if he doesn't get it. He's gonna cry if the fans boo him. It's gonna be a whole thing. Well, the so, fans that, so, such an Amari Stoudemire. Yeah, so th- that, that's my thing,
0: Greg. What do you think, man? About. The offense if we get it's Mitchell. Props. Yeah, Mitchell, Mitchell on this Knicks team. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think it I don't think it moves the ne- needle enough for me. I wow. don't know what we're really doing at the four. You know, Obi's OB. good. Obi's good, but I just don't know how good on a night tonight beast is competing against the best players in the NBA, Obi is how good he is. So yeah, What's it's very, that's my Minnesota. Thing.
2: That's my thing. It was a very small sample size of Obi too for us to immediately say he's a great Starter in the NBA going. No,
1: he's not a great starter, but he's feasible, especially if you have Brunson, Mitchell and RJ. You know what I mean? He just has to chill.
0: Just play D. Yeah. To me, I just feel like we're, we have good young players right now. I feel like if you trade for Mitchell, you're kind of like half in and half out. You're, are we a win now team? Are we a build for the future team? Like what are we? If you somehow make the trade and keep Randall, which I don't think is going to happen. Then I'm like, okay, we're a win now team. But because we can't, right. So for my thing is don't trade for Mitchell. Let's just keep drafting pretty well. I think we've been doing okay draft-wise. And let's just build for the future. We have a good couple young players. Five first-round picks we're going to trade. Those could be three stars, three solid players for us in the future. Let's just keep rocking with that. You know, yeah. RJ's RJ's not going anywhere. I hate to beat the dead horse, but you got the wrong coach for that.
2: Yeah. Well, that's
0: that's yeah. the other thing. Oh
2: please! All yeah. the
0: rookies been playing.
1: He just signed Sims. He was he was drafted and played and signed under Tibbs. Yeah. Give me a freaking break! Yeah. IQ under Tibbs. Ob under Tibbs. Get out of here, Grimes. Under Tibbs. You're
2: forgetting. You're forgetting about Point Burks already. <laughs>
1: Dude, Point Burks saved our ass two two years ago, but
0: whatever. That's neither yeah. here nor there. He's out. Two He's out. Ago no when he wasn't when he
2: wasn't playing point guard two years ago.
0: Boys, the hasn't. Dodgers, the Dodgers five six, we're coming back. No way. The let's five, go, Knicks, John. Plus four and a half, looking real nice for you right now, buddy. And that plus
1: two, the plus twelve hundred, looking pretty good. Plus too. Plus Plus twelve
0: hundred, looking okay. All I got right. that big. I, t- I while we while we were chopping it up, by the way took the Dodgers and the Astros were down 3-0 in the third live.
1: I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm deep into this bottom of the ninth. 2-2. Two, two. Matt Carpenter took it to the right field porch warning track. No good. We got Joey Callow up who if he's on this postseason roster check in on me.
0: <laughs> not not going not to not go well. I need the Dodgers. need the Dodgers bad right now. And I need the Yankees. Like, what are we doing here?
1: Gallows up, not looking good. Chip, you got anything you want to throw out uh, here for the weekend? Anything you're looking forward to, or are you good to go here? I know, I know you got the golf, man. I know you're hyped.
2: Just the golf, man. That's what I'll be paying attention Thurs- to this Thursdays weekend. and yeah. your
1: Friday,
0: huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Early tournaments, Chip. Do you wake up and watch it in the morning, or you just catch it whenever you catch it?
2: I. I mean, fortunately for me, Tiger doesn't tee off until like ten o'clock 10, on yeah. Thursday. So I don't I don't know how much I'll be able to check of the super early players, but I think most of them don't tee off until like reasonable
0: times. Yeah, just but, a fun thing to throw on when you're getting ready for yeah, work in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like World Cup soccer all of a sudden. It's like, well, mm-hmm. it's on way earlier than you expected.
2: Yeah, isn't it on that on like crazy times this year too? Yeah, I think in
0: Qatar, who who knows what times that's gonna be on. Yeah so yeah Uh, daily baseball winning pick winning P weekly on Twitter Chip Murphy 7 I'm sure you're gonna have some live bets too I know you like those two as tournament starts rocking and rolling Saturday get some more bets out there so definitely follow him on Twitter you can find us everywhere on social media we're on Twitter we're on Apple we're on Spotify for the podcast we're on YouTube Knicks Jets etc on YouTube you can find John's episodes with Alex talking about Knicks talking about Jets And always, we're back every week to talk about gambling. We're going to be doing more live stuff. So as we get going, wow, a pitch. Let's go, Dodgers. As we get (laughs) going, hop in here. Tell us what you're taking live. We'll be betting live. And we're getting warmed up. You know, there's a lot, you know, a lot of baseball left. But John and I did give our first NFL picks out last week of the season. So... NFL is coming right around the corner. I know Chip, I know Chip's getting into the college football. It's going to be a lot of fun this fall. So, definitely thanks for tuning in. Definitely stay with us. We'll see you next week. Free baseball in the Bronx. Let's go Mets. <laughs> <laughs>